We are celebrating life. I want to feel alive again. And getting into some fierce competition. Hold up, hold up. Vogue is an expression. It's supposed to be about passion, family, drama. Hold up. I'm Jared Hall from Entertainment Weekly, and here's what to watch on Thursday, June 9th. We're counting down today's top three must-see picks from TV and movies. But first, your entertainment headlines. Much like Andrew Garfield's coy denials about appearing in Spider-Man No Way Home, Melissa McCarthy is doing her damnedest to pretend like she's not in the upcoming Thor Love and Thunder. While appearing on The Tonight Show, host Jimmy Fallon asked McCarthy about a potential cameo in the upcoming Thor Love and Thunder, and he shared a paparazzi photo that seems to show her dressed as Hela, who was played by Kate Blanchett in Thor Ragnarok. Have a listen. And I don't what want to say it? anything, but I'll tell you what it was. It was this. It looks like you on the set of Thor <laughs> Love and Thunder. And my question is, is that you? Is this photo real? I Are don't you know. In- and you know what that was? That was me going to my cousin Dawn's bridal book party. <laughs> Dawn is her name? Dawn. Yeah, and you went to a bridal book party. That's what you dress like? Yeah. That's what you dress like? Well, that's what you dress to to go to a bridal book party. Yeah. Now, what is, which started first, the the bridal shower or the book Bridal book or book and bridal. Yeah. Book and bridal? It was a horse thing. Oh, Like a bridal? Like a horse? When we do it on horses. Oh, my gosh. Fantastic. So you you can not confirm nor deny this is... If that is even me. Yeah. But if it is, that's what, that was at Dawn's house. If, if it was, that was at Dawn's house. She had a girl. Okay. <laughs> well, Disney declined to comment on McCarthy's remarks on The Tonight Show, so it appears we'll just have to wait and see for ourselves when Thor Love and Thunder hits theaters on July 8th. Eight months before Bob Saget's untimely death, the comedian reflected on coming to terms with mortality and the ways it reshaped his worldview. Saget, who died from head trauma in January at 65, sat down with Radio Rahim in May 2021 for a candid conversation about life, death, and loss for the podcast Till This Day. In the just-released interview, Saget said he came to terms with mortality after experiencing many deaths in his family, revealing that he leaned into the arts to cope with his grief. Explaining, quote, at 65, I'm different than I was. We're all rethinking what we said 20 years ago, 10 years ago, four years ago. I'm not even rethinking it. I just don't have the same way of doing humor or conversation. I guess therapy, having three kids, watching people pass away in the past few years, mortality, all that stuff has fortunately changed me. You can hear his interview at EW.com, which, of course, is where you can find more on all of these stories, plus other news, reviews, interviews, and more. Welcome to the new age of superheroes. Our number three pick is surely one of epic proportions. It's the season finale of Young Justice. The animated HBO Max series follows teenage sidekicks in the DC Comics world who are trying to prove themselves as adult superheroes. Each season of the show has had a different subtitle, with the second season being Young Justice Invasion, the third Outsiders, and now the fourth is subtitled Phantoms. Co-creator Greg Weissman told EW the title will be, quote, ridiculously clear by the end of the season. And after a long hiatus, now we have finally reached that finale. Here's a preview. Let us begin. Show me the one true king. Have you 
us at breaking point. He's the spawn of Darkseid. The people are in open rebellion. Your authority means nothing here. I don't want to be needed. Come with me if you want the entire galaxy to survive. Hmm. The whole galaxy is in jeopardy? Sounds a bit intense. Catch the season finale of Young Justice, streaming now on HBO Max. It's trivia time. The new Peacock series Queer as Folk is emphasizing the importance of diverse storytelling by casting queer people of color on the show. We'll have more on that series in just a bit. Now, LGBTQ plus stories on TV have always been necessary, but in recent years, they've become more prominent and accepted. So which TV show had the very first gay or lesbian kiss on American television? Was it The Real World? L.A. Law, or the original American Queer as Folk series? Stick around for the answer. Calling all legends, divas, and queens, our next pick is just for you. It's the season finale of Legendary, the HBO Max performance competition show pinned 10 voguing houses against each other to see who is the fiercest and deserves to win $100,000. Well, now it's down to the final two houses, House of Juicy Couture and House of Yoji Yamamoto. After tons of flips, tricks, and shade thrown, these houses have to give it their all for the final battle. Here is a clip from the episode featuring Judge Jamila Jamil. So judges, what will set one of these houses apart from the other and make it clear they deserve the trophy? We've already had perfection. We've already had entertainment. I think passion is the thing that's going to carry them all the way through. This is what previous winners have shown us. Someone who doesn't just perform ballroom, but someone who is ballroom. And Mm. this show has now got the biggest audience we've ever had. And this is your chance to show not just your country, but the world what ballroom is all about. Sure is. And now the stakes are even higher with some additional new prizes added to the winner's bag. Dolce and Gabbana will be giving each member of the winning house a special look, $10,000 each, and a spot in a Dolce and Gabbana social media campaign. So who will give the most legendary performance and win it all? Tune in to find out on the season finale of Legendary, streaming now on HBO Max. All right, folks, don't go anywhere. Our number one pick is coming up. What to Watch will be right back. Hey, everyone, I'm Sid Evans, editor-in-chief of Southern Living and host of Biscuits and Jam. Since 2020, I've been interviewing musicians, chefs, authors, and other Southern icons about their family traditions, their faith, their favorite meals, and of course, what it means to be Southern. And I'm excited to announce season five of our award-winning podcast. Join me every Tuesday for new conversations with some of the most interesting and influential Southerners around. Be sure to follow Biscuits and Jam wherever you get your podcasts. You can also find us online at southernliving.com slash biscuits and jam. Welcome back to EW's What to Watch. 
We're celebrating love and living your most authentic life for our number one pick today, the series debut of Queer as Folk, the reimagining of the iconic 2000s Showtime US series and Channel 4 UK series of the same name, follows a group of gay, trans, and non-binary characters living life in New Orleans. There's Brody and his ex Noah in a will-they-won't-they scenario. Mingus, who's a high school student trying their hand at drag, and Ruthie, a trans woman, and Char, a non-binary person who are about to have their first child. The friend group gathers for a party, and Brody makes a speech honoring his bestie, Ruthie. Here's a clip. I'd like to make a toast. First, I want to thank Ruthie, my best friend, since, well, since we were young enough that calling someone your best friend was a very loaded set of words. You know, Ryan Andrews stopping my friend altogether when I gave the title to Ruthie, but that sacrifice was worth it. He got kicked out of school because he wouldn't stop taking his dick out in class. <laughs> Regardless, I want to wish you and Cher all the best in your new journey as parents. I especially want to thank Cher because even though they don't like me... What kind of toast is this? I want to thank you because you still let me be your donor. You let me play a little part in bringing these two beauties into the world. To Flotsam and Jetsam! To Florence and Jets, but thank you. But most importantly, I want to raise a toast to all you wonderful people here today. All these great allies. Cheers for the allies. Well, EW sat down with Devin Way, who plays Brody, and Johnny Sibley, who plays Noah, to discuss all things Queer as Folk. They spoke about what the original show meant to them and how presenting real queer characters on TV is so important. Have a listen. You know, and it's true because a lot of times, you know, when, when things are written by cis heterosexual people, they, they, they are very nice and, you know, write us in these ways that we're, you know, the ones with the knowledge or we're the, we're the sassy friend that has it together. But ultimately, queer people are just like everyone else, but also very different in our messiness in our complication and we deserve characters that are uh villains that are whores that are you know all of the <laughs> all of the that are, all the things are yeah. great people whores villains mm -hmm. the most lovable human you've ever met yeah. um trustworthy and untrustworthy all combined into one human that's human yeah well, fans of the original U.S. series are going to spot some similarities here with the characters returning to the club Babylon, but just in a different location. And the character storylines somewhat mirroring those of the original shows, especially when it comes to some steamy scenes. But now in the first episode of the new series, tragedy strikes Babylon and shakes the entire community to its core. You can see the aftermath and resilience of these characters in the series debut of Queer as Folk, streaming now on Peacock. And finally today, the answer to our trivia question. Which TV show had the very first gay or lesbian kiss on American television? Was it The Real World, L.A. Law, or the original American Queer as Folk series? Well, on The Golden Girls, Rose called the show La La. The answer is L.A. Law. In a 1991 episode, CJ and Abby share a brief kiss. By the way, The Real World broke barriers by featuring Pedro Zamora, who was the first HIV-positive, openly gay man to appear on the show. And Queer as Folk was one of the first American scripted shows to feature a main cast of characters comprised of all gay men and women.
That is our show for today. We will have more news and must-see picks for you tomorrow, so be sure to follow or subscribe to What to Watch so you don't miss our daily recommendations, more of which can be found at EW.com. I'm Executive Editor Jared Hall. You can find us on Twitter at EW and at Jared Hall. Thanks for listening and have a great day. This episode of What to Watch was written by Callie Shep, edited by Lauren Klein, produced by Ashley Boucher, hosted and produced by Jared Hall, and executive produced by Chanel Johnson. What to Watch.